DarbyCast Monday Sports. I've got a lot of thoughts. First of those thoughts is Dana White. How dare you? Taking the idea for UFC Fight Island. You know that was an original concept developed right here on DarbyCast on the episode Bloodsport. Just want to call you out for being a dishonest hack, but I also want to say I appreciate you being a listener of DarbyCast. So I have mixed emotions about that. All right, DarbyCast doctors, I know you're hoping I get into fantasy football, and I might do that next week. We got a couple, uh, couple of months left before the NFL season. Right now, I'm hearing whispers from NFL insiders that there may or may not be a season. That's really hanging in the balance. Inconclusive? Yes. Compelling? Yes. Okay. But you know what I want to talk about? Because this summer was supposed to be an Olympiad. The Tokyo Games. And that was stolen from us by the woo-woo flu. Whatever they're calling it these days. I don't know. I'm not even going to try to call it the politically correct thing. I like calling it the woo-woo flu or the kung flu. We're probably going in for a second lockdown. So we're going to be deprived of sports. And I think this is going to be a pretty huge demoralizing blow for just about everybody, unless you brand the lockdown in a sexy way. Okay? You got to give it a cool title. And so it's like a sequel to a movie. So it's like, here, let me just throw a couple out. Lockdown 2. Get fucked. Okay? Lockdown 2. Everything that you like is about to go away. Not bad. Lockdown 2. You're a racist. Not bad. It could be any of these. But let's talk about the Olympics, okay? Because the Olympics are such a time to celebrate being an American. Such a time to appreciate how far we've come. The major metaphorical hurdles that we've leaped over and ran through the finish line. Yeah, that's huge. Sports metaphors. You're going to get a couple of them today. I don't see why not. But think about the intense patriotism and unity that has come from various Olympiads, right? The old 36 Berlin games, the old Hitler games. Jesse Owens shows up and says, hey, Hitler, prepare to get smoked. And just Jesse Owens, he just slaps it right to that tiny little mustache. And I, I wish the song Headstrong were around back then. So Jesse Owens could have played it while he was just slapping it to Hitler. She just goes, back off, i take you on. Headstrong to take on anyone. That would have been. Then the 36 games, like, whoa. And I know a lot of you right now are probably fantasizing like, oh, man, I really wish I could just take a ride in Brett Whiskers time machine and go back and just murder baby Hitler. Just shove his face in a puddle of mud until he drowns and expires. And I'm going to tell you right now, that's a sick fantasy killing a baby, even if it is Hitler. Okay. If I had a time machine, I would go back 
And you know what I would do? I would be a patron of the arts. I would buy some of Hitler's art and I would encourage him. I'd be like, dude, great paintings, man. You should keep this up and never get into politics. Like these paintings are too good. You can't walk away from this. Can I buy one of those? Are you selling it in Deutschmarks or Swiss francs, Hitler? Because I'm willing to pay whatever the cost for your um, your paintings. I support you in your painting, Hitler. Boy, what a risky thing for me to record and then just get chopped up and taken out of context. <laughs> Good Lord. But anywho, yeah, you psychos quit fantasizing about murdering babies and fantasize about encouraging um, artists. If you're using the time machine, you'd be like, hey, Hitler, nice art. That changes the course of history in a very cool way. Okay. Very perverse that people fantasize about time traveling to kill a baby. It's like, uh, you had great intentions, but just in, encourage Hitler's art. What does Hitler's art even look like? I've never seen it. It's got to be trash, right? I bet you there's some billionaires. I was having this discussion with a buddy the other day, and that, that kind of tells you about um, what kind of a weirdo I am and what kind of weirdos my buddies are. And we're like, do you think billionaires, do you think they have these like private auctions where they're just like buying Hitler paintings and then just to burn the Hitler paintings, but then they're videotaping it and then they're selling the videotape of them burning the Hitler art and so on and so forth. And there's this big underground market for Hitler art. I have no fucking clue, but go back in time, encourage this guy to pick up the brush and put down the politics. Stay away from microphones. You change a lot of things. But back to the Olympics. Jesse Owens, great guy. Had Headstrong been playing, we would never hear the end of it. But a lot of people seem to forget about this. Okay? How sports has been a defining feature of American can-do-itism. Yeah, you've heard that one a million times. Kyle, you say that all the time. Don't even give me that look. So let's talk about other inspirational moments of the USA in sports. In the Olympics, 1980, when we just took it to the commies, we were like, hey, we know that a large portion of your geographic mass is the frozen wasteland that is Siberia. And the only thing for you dirty commies to do is skate around on frozen ponds and be pissed. But how about we take it to you and then chant in your face and go, USA, USA. And then Al Michaels comes in sounding a lot like Kermit the Frog. And he goes, you believe in miracles? Yes. Like, boy, was that humiliating for all the for all the Reds, right? Yeah, that was big time. That was huge. Let's fast forward a little bit. 92 Barcelona games. Boy, did we flex on everyone. And I think that's when we let the world know, like, hey, we've got Michael Jordan and we're pretty happy about it. And we just did big things. Yeah, not bad. 96 games, one of my favorites. Okay, 
let me talk about female gymnastics. Let's talk about Carrie Strug hitting the vault after her knee exploded. Or maybe her knee exploded during the vault, but then she still nailed the landing, stuck her arms up, popped her wrists for the little, I did it. Like that, whatever that means, like the stick the hands up, strike a pose, pop the wrists and be like, take that judges. And then her coach carried her to the medal stand. That was peak USA. What about Dominique Dawes hitting the floor exercise? Do you remember the power and grace that was Dominique Dawes? If you're forgetting, why don't you go on YouTube today and just look up a Dominique Dawes highlight reel? Okay. What about same games, Atlanta, 96? You remember Michael Johnson, who set the world record in the Olympic qualifier that year? And Bob Costas, bless his little body. He's not a tall man, but he can really frame a sports situation and make it sing. And I tell you what, he said, you're going to tell your kids one day there once was a man who wore shoes of gold because Michael Johnson wore golden shoes that year. And I get the chills just thinking about it. And he did wear those gold shoes and he smashed 200 meter, one gold. Like, I don't know what was really going on. And okay, there was a couple things going on in 96, right? There are a couple things going on in 96. Bill Clinton was around, right? He was doing things. We're getting more entrenched in nonsense in the Middle East, but we're still slapping it to the world and showing the world that we are a unified country who is proud to show up and kick the crap out of people. That was the 90s really had something going. The 80s and 90s, the USA seemed really like we were just peaking. They kind of tapered off when we declared that we won the Cold War and then effectively put a target on our back by saying like, hey, listen, everyone, we win the world. We're number one. And when you say you're number one, you better back it up. And we have for a long time, but now we're kind of bitching out. Okay, you got all these apologetic losers who are like, America's not a good place. And it's like, well, then why don't you move to Uruguay, Katrina? Okay, why don't you move it on over to Uzbekistan? I'm sure you'll love it there. Right? Like the USA still kicks ass, even though, listen. You name a single country in world history that doesn't have something going on in their past that wasn't on the level. And I'll, I'll tell you about a country that doesn't exist. Okay. Cause you can't name one. You can't name one. U.S. is still the top spot. Right. And I wish we were going to the Olympics this year. Think about all the Olympic victories where we've flexed on the world for the past hundred years. Okay. Think about the 2000 Sydney games when a young Michael Phelps showed up and said, I'm about to begin my conquest of the pool. And he just started hammering people for the next 16 years. Yeah. Sydney, then Athens, then Beijing. 2012, London. 2016, Rio de Janeiro. 
Michael Phelps showed up at each Olympiad and said, come at me, China. Oh, boy, did he. Man, listen, if you don't love the Olympics, if you don't love things played at their highest level, if in 2008 you didn't see Usain Bolt, the Jamaican sensation who apparently fuels himself with like 40 chicken nuggets from McDonald's a day and breaks everything that we know about nutrition. If that didn't set your spirit ablaze and you're like, wow, anything's possible. Dude's eating 40 nuggets a day, if not more. And he is the fastest man on the planet. What do I know about anything? If that wasn't your thought process, you weren't thinking. You just got called out and it's not wrong. But yeah, now you got all these, you got all these idiots who would rather discuss like clouds. Are they racist? Should we be calling black coffee something else? Are we being disparaging in using crest white strips? It's like, hey, people, first off, why don't you cool it? You sound insane. And second off, like, can we get back to dominating the rest of the planet in everything because that was sweet no now you got all these all these losers who are in like this weird cult of mediocrity where they're like oh we just like being average and smoking pot and it's like you do understand that we once took it all the way to the moon neil armstrong buzz aldrin jesse owens mocked hitler with his legs Do you understand? We were doing pretty cool things. And then you get these uppity potheads who just come in hot and they're like, let's take down every statue ever. And it's like, um, listen, we're trying to get good at sports and we're trying to hang out. And our scientists are trying to come up with cures for cancer. And we're sick of your commie nonsense. We used to flex on people like you in the 1980 games and then Al Michaels would lay it on thick sounding like Kermit the Frog. Yeah, that's what we used to do. And I tell you what, if we don't get our asses in gear real soon, China's going to be mopping the floor with us in the next Olympiad. Maybe even more Olympiads, not just the next one, but they could cement themselves in a big way And you say, oh, how are they going to do that? And let me lay it out for you. There's a wide variety of ways that China could do this, could start manipulating the Olympiad. Let me pose to you a couple scenarios. Number one, they lop off a bunch of male athletes' dicks and they roll out a female team and they crush the world in everything. Humiliating female athletes everywhere and making us question why is this allowed? But then China pays off the IOC, one of the most corrupt organizations of all time, and it flies, and there go all of our USA female records just out the fucking window. And you say you're pro women and you're gonna let you're gonna let China mock us like that? Okay, Mr. Feminism. Okay. Check this. Another scenario. China does a bunch of PEDs, a bunch of steroids. And I've already said that I am very pro-steroids in sports. And I think we should be doing that all the time in every sport ever, including the Olympics. But I don't even think that's something that we really have to worry about in the next Olympiad because 
Newsflash, it's the future. And China has not been caught up in feverish debates that never go anywhere about things that don't really get solved politically, right? So check this. China, their scientists, uh, they're coming up with CRISPR babies. And you're saying, ah, yes, I'm a Darby Cast doctor. CRISPR, gene editing, gene splicing. And I say, exactly right. So what's China going to do when they start rolling out their gene spliced babies to whatever Olympics is up next? Let me just paint a picture for you because this is what's going to happen. And if we don't get off our asses and stop complaining about stuff and decapitating statues of Abe Lincoln, like which makes zero sense. If we don't do that, these CRISPR babies, these Chinese CRISPR babies, boy, are they going to just climb the ladder and drop the hammer on our squad. So check this. What does a CRISPR baby look like? Well, I'll tell you what it looks like. Because China, okay, they are thieves and they have stolen a lot of intellectual property from the United States in recent history. But that's not the only thing they've taken. I would venture a guess, and I'm pretty sure this is accurate, that some Chinese fella probably got in cahoots with LeBron James and stole some of his leg hair and then shipped it straight back to China to integrate with their CRISPR babies. And of course, they already have the DNA for Yao Ming. So let's just say as a baseline, they're combining LeBron DNA with Yao Ming. Uh-oh. Uh-oh is right. Okay, so they're just rolling out an army of Yao Mings. Well, not really Yao Mings, Yao Ming 2s, the updated model. And they're they're teaching them how to play everything. So you've got these seven foot eight Goliaths just lumbering around good at every sport. Okay, and then the Chinese are probably splicing in some jackrabbit DNA and all of a sudden seven, eight Yao Ming is setting the record in the high jump of like 80 feet in the air. And it's like, this isn't even fun anymore. Right. And you think it stops there because listen, if we're hampered by things like, I don't know, genetic modification ethics, which a lot of people are very right in saying like, that's perverse and we're playing God and it will only end in, in disaster. Listen, the Chinese don't have, you know, your stupid ethics about playing God. They're, they're just, they're beyond that. So checkmate um, ethics. But do you really think it stops for China with CRISPR babies? No, no, it doesn't. That's just part of the progression until they graduate to their final form of Olympic domination, which we used to have back when things were on the level. Are we willing to let this be the century of Chinese domination in sports? Because I don't want that. I don't want that. They probably released that that flu, the woo-woo flu, just to fuck up our sports, just so they could get a little bit farther ahead to eventually cement themselves in the position to do what? How many of you have ever read the 1968 book by Philip K. Dick, entitled, Do Androids Dream of Robotic Sheep? Yes, for the scholars out there, that was the basis 
for the movie Blade Runner, and I am talking replicants. I am talking skin jobs. I am talking robots that are indiscernible from human beings. And I'm saying that's where the Chinese are headed. And if you think you're going to compete in sports with that, if we're busy twiddling our thumbs and saying stupid crap like, why do we call a power out? It's a blackout. Like, if you think that we can just stop with being excellent to discuss stupid shit like this that people somehow write about on their blogs and then people read it and they're like, we can change this and everything will be good. Families will be strong. The black community will finally get theirs if we just change the name of power outages. And it's like, fuck you, blogger. Like, a lot of people in the black community think you're a joke. In fact, most people do. The only people that take you seriously are your weird niche group of friends in your echo chamber. Everyone's laughing at you. Everyone's laughing at you, but you don't realize it. Everybody's laughing at you. The black community's laughing at you. Anybody with more than three brain cells is like, boy, these people are idiots. But as we're feverishly debating things that never seem like they're really going to go anywhere, and people are contemplating like, hey, should we just rip down the system and just start killing each other? Civil war? Good idea? I'm going to go ahead and assert that it's not. And I think we should just get back to American domination, stay on the same page and be like, hey, let's stop apologizing for being excellent and go back to kicking the crap out of people in just about everything, including sports, right? Because China is doing it. And I don't know about you. I really don't. I don't know about you, whether you want to see some, some of these skin jobs, these androids walking around dunking the basketball from half court and getting three points for it. Do you understand? Like, cause that's what you're up against. We have a rare opportunity to come together through sports and say, Hey, lockdown, we don't like you. Cause I, I'm telling you lockdown too. Get Fucked Edition is is coming up and people are going to be needing sports more than ever. But if we allow China to just trash the world with a manufactured virus and then jump ahead in sports, I'm going to tell you right now, that's un-American. That is un-American. People are saying that so many things now are un-American and it's like, listen, we are an exceptional place. We are an exceptional people. We work together. We try hard. We embrace the spirit of competition. We don't apologize for being awesome. Yeah. Never apologize for being amazing. Be damn good at whatever you can be damn good at. And if you can't be damn good at anything, be as good as you can be at whatever suits you best. Okay. That is, that is the American spirit. And that used to come across in sports when we would slap it to people. And we would say, take that, you commies. But I tell you what, the commies still exist. Now they're in our own country. We might have to slap it to them a little bit. Maybe just challenge the commies and be like, hey, you want to play ice hockey? Boy, would they get fucked up. None of these kids are good at sports. All these commie kids. Yeah, they're a bunch of garbage. All the commies, let's get them out of here. We get them out of here and we regain our je ne sais quoi, our blase attitude, our 
quasi arrogance, our beast mode, our we're not gonna take it. Yeah. People are saying the American dream's dead, and I'm telling you right now, it's just being drowned out by these whiny pussies who aren't good at anything. But they also haven't applied themselves because they've been handed shit their whole lives. They're in this weird cult of mediocrity. And I'm going to tell you right now, that is not how we do it. We have pushed each other hard, gotten better, and then we've shown the rest of the world just what we can do. So if you're willing to give up that distinction, let me tell you, that is not a good call. It's not. We don't let people win. If people beat us, that's okay. For now, until we come back and we crush them in sports or just in a powerful attitude. That's Darby Cast. That's a Monday sports edition. Like this, share it, subscribe, send it to a friend, and then tell that friend to send it to another friend. Wow, this just became a chain mail. This is what we've got. This is what we've got, folks. Well, we've got these self-flagellating pussies who want to tear everything down. Don't forget, there's a ton of people out there who want to build each other up and who want to build themselves up and then who want to go take it to the man, the proverbial man that is China and be like, hey, we've taken on authoritarian governments before and humiliated them. And don't think we are ready to stop. And then, who knows? Maybe the corporations in our country who are bleeding us dry and encouraging us to have some kind of weird race war, uh, maybe they just fuck off because they are so devastated by seeing the American spirit reinvigorated through athletics. They're like, oh boy, we don't belong here because these people are so fucking sweet. Maybe we aren't meant to be here and usurp all the political power and suck up all the money and fun and good times of this country. Maybe we should just sub ourselves out. Yeah, maybe that's a thing. Maybe the commies in the corporations, because I tell you what commies can't stand. Sports. You know how much commies hate Jordan? You know how much commies hate Carrie Strug, they can't stand them. They can't stand to see champions. And there used to be a time that the good old US of A, that we said, we value championship caliber attitudes. Not whiny pussies who circularly debate crap that doesn't really matter. We used to be a very rich country until we were raped and pillaged by corporations and commies. So let's kick them out and then let's kick the shit out of the biggest commie country in the world, China. And you know what? I'm going to get in trouble for this podcast. I'm probably going to get in trouble for a lot of these podcasts, but I tell you what, it's worth it. 100%. 100%. Because if we don't find ourselves, tell you what, these corporations going to continue hurting us. Going to continue being authoritarian dictators. China is going to keep sliding in. They're going to do it with their CRISPR babies enhanced by LeBron James leg hair DNA. 
You don't want that. Nobody wants that. So let me just leave on a thought on this Sports Monday. A couple thoughts. A, Dana White, you're a hack. B, DarbyCast, if you want to contribute, if you want to subscribe, click the link in the episode description at the bottom. All donations go to Kyle, who is still uh, saving up for that surfboard. Three, let's regain the American exceptionalism attitude. And anybody who's like, oh, America's not the greatest country on earth. Like, go up to that person and slap them. Slap them in the face and be like, go somewhere else. Like, just get out of here. And then you say, wait, get out of where? And you say, anywhere. Just leave wherever you're at. Because if you've got a bad attitude, if you've got a defeatist attitude, or if you are running some weird show where you're trying to convince people that mediocrity is okay, newsflash, that is not the U.S. of A. That's not. So why don't you just exclude yourself? Yeah, that's a big call out. We've got to compete with China. We've got to show them that they can't just eat bats and then send their nonsense our way just to sideline our athletics just so they can modify their Yao Ming squad and then eventually make their Blade Runner-esque skin jobs. I am not having it. Neither should you. Okay? DarbyCast, Monday, sports. Boy, this is a fantastic episode. Have a great day.